Hello and welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. On today's show, I'll broadcast a discussion from the Alliance of Middle Eastern and North African Feminist Socialists, this time about developments within the feminist movement in Algeria. The discussion took place in August 2019, which was at the height of recent protest activity in Algeria. So this discussion is between two women. The facilitator is Fatima Masjedi. She's an Iranian academic, historian and activist based in Berlin. She's a member of the Alliance of Middle Eastern and North African Socialists. She is also a former political prisoner from Iran because of her women's rights activities. And the person being interviewed is Selma Omari. She's an Algerian French member of the new anti-capitalists in France. She's involved in anti-racist struggles as well as international solidarity. Selma, what is new in Algerian uprising in terms of women's consciousness, participation, organizing, opposition to patriarchy and affirmative demands for women emancipation? So concerning the question first, uh, I'd like to assert the fact that the countries we are talking about are independent uh, for, I would say, 60 years, which is, I would, which is a new history. So since the independence, the Algerian independence in 1962, it's the first time that we witnessed such a big movement, such a massive movement in which everybody is involved, in which uh, women take confidence, take to the streets, which is not, you know, that the issue of public space is a universal problem within women's rights. And it's important to see people gaining confidence, especially women getting confidence w- within the movement. And uh, the, the renewal of feminism can only exist uh, through such a movement in which you have um, a liberation of uh, public I would say a public speech and uh, weekly demonstrations in every city. And it's a, I, I, I would like to assess on it because it's Algeria as well as Sudan are very big countries with different regions, different dynamics. But the fact is that every week you have lots and lots of women taking up to the streets, talking with their own language, with different languages, but asserting their own, uh, I would say, agency. Um, uh, uh, as as women, and this is where and when it happens, uh, contradictions with the existing order uh, sprung up. So, uh, especially in the case of women, uh, the fact that they assert their place in the public space has raised uh, sharp debates uh, within the existing, uh, I would say, theoretic. What I would say the existing practices practices in which women are put aside and left in the um, in the in the in the private so-called private space so there is a sharp move uh, an interesting move since the beginning of the friday demonstration that was did up by uh, feminist groups so those feminist groups exist for a long time uh, they raise up in the in the dynamic of the fight for independence and still exist as such they assert also an independent feminist that is not well opponents say it is a western import but actually 
femini feminism in Algeria is very much linked with women's participation and active participation in the fight for independence against the French trying to drag women's rights against uh against um i would say the the independentists so uh it is important to say that because those movements have proposed to make um a feminist block in every friday demonstration so women can be confident to come to the demonstration but at the same time they are protected because they are organized and and they assert their own demands because the lessons that's been, I would say, uh, learned from the past uh, experience is that only women can achieve women's rights. Independence, the, the independence movement was having lots of promises from women's rights, but in 1984, uh, within within the whole general, you know, idea that the state is our state and some kind of well, I won't enter to the details, but in 1984 was clearly um, a break uh, from that promise, like we are all together, we're all brothers and sisters, is the family code that's been settled that um, really, um, I would say, states women's, uh, women's status as minors, so they don't have that much independence actually after the independence so uh to focus two things in which uh this feminist bloc focus on the demonstration especially in the capital algiers but also in small scale cities is that first we want social justice for women and second we want the abolition of the family code which is uh which is not acceptable and we have to understand that this movement is that is not that much organized as such doesn't really have representatives uh it is mostly a movement from below it is still some kind of it still has this spontaneous thing and this uh relationship to power that is very they don't trust they don't trust anyone they don't trust any way of like they are trying to deal with people to say, okay, we had an agreement, but this agreement is not recognized among the people because it's not it, the, the, these people who reach an agreement doesn't don't have any had any link with the local the local dynamics. So within this dynamic, uh, feminist movement uh, has sprung up. Some collectives uh, started to exist in some cities. According to one of a feminist call, they had a national meeting. Seventeen feminist group had a national meeting on the from the twenty to the twenty second uh, month of June, and made a statement, a global statement, um, calling for social justice for women uh, against the abolition of the family code, stating equal rights between men and women. So the interesting thing is that the movement gave confidence not only to 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 women locally to assert themselves on the streets, but help also some to shape some kind of national network of feminist mo movements that exist locally in smaller scale cities, and I think it's a promising dynamic that could spreads so you you don't just end up with those classic this classic view of 
feminist bourgeois in big cities talking about rights in general, but from a simple idea that we need a feminist bloc within the demos, we went from that to um, national gathering of different groups and certainly people, these women are trying to reach more and more other, other women to participate within the movement. The other element I would like just to add, add is historical. The, 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 the fact that there are still uh, mujahidat, so women figures of the revolution that's never been dealing with the power and they, they, they became uh, national figures of integrity and those national figures of integrity that are still exist are women. That's an interesting point, which means that maybe there is something within women's, women's position, uh, the fact that they are still oppressed, there might, might be some truth in it for the, for the whole society. And one of uh, the feminists, uh, well, she's a feminist as well, but one of these figures, she's been on the demonstration, she's been supporting students, she's been also very critical to uh, the, the, the regime and the, and the militaries. And the regime tries to buy her through lies. Uh, so uh, actually they are trying to reach some kind of from above agreement with people whatsoever because Algeria don't give a shit about them. And they, they, they including her, um, they included her in the list uh, of the names. And, and so the news spread very fast, like, whoa, she's, she's in the agreement. So maybe, don't know. And so she publicly, uh, she publicly criticized the regime for, for spreading such lies because she never accepted a deal with the, with the military or with the current regime for transition. So it has really created, I would say, um, some kind of, you know, it's been very, a very, I'd say a noisy, well, it, 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 it was big news because it was, it was clearly a lie, an attempt to buy her and it didn't work because she's not, she's not buying it. And she went to be in her letter, very, very critical to the current state of the so-called transition. So I'm afraid like the way the transition has been dealt is not working because a woman stepped within, within this saying the, the truth. So there's the, so, so, so yeah. Um, still there are issues like women blogs have been uh, attacked so, several times in the demonstration, but they are asserting themselves. The interesting thing is that the movement helps to go to a better dynamic than, than the previous situation. And, uh, and just to conclude, so there are the, I, I think we're, we're living in a, an interesting moment, not just for Algerian people in, gen, in, in general, but also for uh, the women's ability to to change the things within the movement from below and certainly not from above. Thank you, Selma. Do you think what can Sudanese, Algerian, Syrian, Iranian, African-American women learn from each other's history and experiences? I think it's, it, it's global. We are, we are talking about a femin, feminist movement uh, that are, um, I would say, in the other side of the world, I would say, or, 
uh, has he inherited from anti-colonialist struggles. And I think that makes a, a clear difference. The, the issue is that other feminists in Algeria uh, identifying themselves as such, I think it's a global question. Uh, the, 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 the complicated thing is also linked with, I'm just taking a step back because we're talking also about identity. What is Algeria? Algeria, is, a, is it an Arab country? Is it an African country? Is it Mediterranean country? And I think on that matter, uh, if we need to learn about feminism, we should really turn the, fir the first turn, but that's my opinion, first turn towards Africa, uh, African feminist movements and even women's place uh, in society are so important for us to learn because we already know the, the Middle East we know it very well, we recognize it, we acknowledge it, but we, we, we don't, the reality today is that we don't know that much about uh, women's, uh, women's, women's movements in Africa. And it could be very inspiring because there's been lots of struggles, lots of trade union organizing. I'm thinking of countries like Burkina Faso, for me, it's so important uh, for Algerian women to learn also how uh, women's uh, women's uh, women's rights has been asserted within revolutionary struggles and still going on. Uh, some kind of independent feminist that is just not just turning itself towards uh, European values or European white feminist values. It, it, it is important because uh, there's been for so many years women's rights has been used, uh, like in Tunisia as well as seen as, well, this is how, what can I say, some kind of a, the state has been using the women's body on both sides in the name of tradition, in the name of modernity. So in the name of tradition, that distorted uh, reactionary view that doesn't always fit with the reality that women's place should be at home, etc. Even traditionally, this is something that doesn't exist really. Uh, I'm talking about countrysides, places, you know, this idea of people are backward there, etc. Like, this is not true, but the state's been using those ideas to draw a picture of their progressive modern women, very occidental, on the one side, very bourgeois and on the other side those poor backward they don't they don't even know how to read etc people who have not that much culture and are rooted in that tradition so you have like these two views and the state is playing on the two views mixing up with islam or modern i would say modern modern islam well it, it's a messy situation in which feminism has to exist within it. And, and it's been challenged, I think, within feminist movements. By the way, the bourgeois feminist movement made also huge mistakes in Algeria in the 90s, playing that game. And, 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 and it has changed. Just to give you a clear example, the question of the whale, the question of the whale is a big issue, I would say, since the colonization. But now I'm talking from independence because it's too much of a complicated story, but on the one hand, you have this double discourse from the state saying that, well, uh, women who are not vague, are not pure, don't have 
don't have values, don't have that stuff, etc. So they've been they've been using backwarded views to 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 shame women who are not wearing the veil. And on the other hand, when they had to repress the Islamists after uh, the cancellation of the elections in the turn of the 90s, they started to say things like, on the contrary, like, veil is a is threatening is threatening the country. You have all these uh, conspiracy ideas that behind every veiled woman there is a terrorist behind things like that that awful. And sometimes some feminist bourgeois movements were buying it or having this. I would say class. Uh, I would say the 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 they've been disparaging uh, veiled women, saying that they are not educated, etc. So. We are we, we we are kind of stuck between those two ideas, and uh, uh, and, that, and that's an issue. Uh, I don't know to what extent other feminist movements had had to deal with. Maybe it's maybe it's been the case in Syria as well. Uh, it's a real question. I, I, I'm I'm just asking about this divide of uh, that that's been set up between between women. So maybe. I don't know. From what I've heard, uh, we can we can also learn and help to challenge those ideas. Well, I've been maybe very vague on to what to what to what extent um, to what extent other well Middle East Middle East movements maybe can help us deal with this contradiction that's been put up by the states. But on the other hand, if you want to see. Um, something new, something else coming coming up. Uh, I rather turn. I, I, I'm rather thinking about uh, about about movements in Africa. Uh, African countries are interesting, like countries like Senegal, for example. The, um, the the problem we have in Algeria is that we don't have that much. I would say it's very homogeneous in terms of religious affiliation. While in Senegal, you have uh, Christians as well as Muslims living together, and um, I would say like the, 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 so those attempts to, to divide people around supposed shared values uh, are, are not that much working. And at the same time, from the little things I know about. Uh, women's uh, women's agency in this con- in uh, in uh, in other African countries are very interesting as well. Uh, maybe I'll be more detailed about Tunisia because Tunisia within within uh, within Africa and at the same time in the in the Middle East is seen as a one of the most um, advanced um, country in terms of women's rights as they recently got uh, low. Uh, in which they can benefit heritage uh, the same the same amount as uh, as men, and so you have this reputation of also Tunisia being at the forefront of feminist struggles. If we can say that we can learn things from there, maybe also uh, Tunisia has showed all, uh, how uh, women can 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 achieve their rights, but at the same time. Uh, we are still stuck within this contradiction of, I would say, these these divisions that they are trying to set up within women between the so-called bourgeois, occidental way of life and the so-called uh, people from rural areas with backwarded ideas, etc., which is totally 
which the, which is I think totally unfit to to the existing reality and and is not is not is not helping to is not helping to um, to, to 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 fight uh, around concrete uh, I would say concrete matches. What socialist feminist concept can um, help us deepen and expand our struggle? Well, one of the elements maybe that is uh, in my view. Because I'm based in Paris, so we had lots of debates around the question of Islamophobia, etc. And when I see the situation of the of so-called of the feminist movements in Algeria, uh, it seems like some some some. In my opinion, from here, is that some steps has to be made from these movements to be very more open on the relationship to. Uh, religious interpretation. So, uh, one of the, the elements that, that 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 is very important to unite uh, different, uh, I would say, women. That some people are believers, some are non-believers, some are neutral towards uh, believing or whatever. And and it seems to me that that to to, to go against uh, the contradiction that has been put on that you can't be a feminist and you can't be a Muslim. It is very important also to set a place for uh, for women who are also who, who think themselves as Muslims and feminists. And I think in Morocco it's pretty much uh, that this point of view is very much advanced. That in France there has been lots of fightings around uh, the vague women's place within feminist movement, and I think they are winning within the feminist movement, not towards the state because it's another it's another issue in France. But they they want so many things, and they open up also among uh, young Muslims in here. Uh, the possibility to 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 reread Islam into a feminist uh, framework. So I'm sure um, this is something that exists in the women's mind or in the Muslim women's minds in Algeria. But the question is that to to what extent it is uh, theoretically uh, asserted? Because still we are. Uh, left uh, in a situation in which you have uh, the importance of social justice, which is very good, the question of access to work, but uh, you also have the question of what I said, fighting against sexist laws. But at the same time, uh, what is also the, the I would say, the, the theoretical drive that that is linked with the fact that the majority of the people identify themselves as Muslim and as well are fighting for women's equal rights. So it means like challenging um, the state view uh, that is very backwarded uh, over what Islam is. Islam can only be uh, what people have decided it to be. So what also women's rights has to be what Muslim women has decided what is it going to be and I think it helped us to not only to to, to really uh, tear uh, the family law apart because the family the family code was stated under a view on Islam so it's important at the same time when you fight against it you fight against uh, those uh, those view of Islam the other element uh, that could also deepen the the, the, the feminist movement it's been I think it's been it's been said already. Um, 
Well, just to finish with Islamic feminism, I would like to say also that Iran is very, very, very important on that matter. And the work of Iranian feminists with a newspaper called Zanan, I think, is has played a very important role and has very helped uh, to, to break from this view of Islam on one side and feminism on the other side. Uh, so Iran is very important and Iran is often used as uh, the bad image, actually, or the, the has been instrumentalized against late women to say, look, what's happening in Iran, it's catastrophic, etc. It's not that catastrophic. I, I actually can learn from, from Islamic feminism from Iran. So the other point is the relationship to nature. Uh, what, what do I mean by that is that the, 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 the question of gender identity has to be more and more deepened and also linked with our own history because we, before colonization, actually, uh, I know that was the case of Egypt, and I'm sure it's the case of so many, so many, so many countries when capitalism was imported from 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 Europe in our countries. Uh, there has been a, I would say, a, the, the the gender role has been more and more rigid, which was not the case at the time, and the gender identities has been more and more rigid. Like you, your sex is women, so you have to be a woman doing this, this, that. You're a man, so you're supposed to be that, that, that. And that was the foundation of the modern societies in which we are, which are also inheriting from this very binary fixed view. And so to, 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 to be able also to link up feminist movement within more LGBT issues, it is, uh, in my view, important to re-question uh, our history and our relationship to, to gender that is much more much more uh, sophisticated. Uh, just to, to, to take the example of uh, Western Algeria and Morocco, you have like you have also the tradition of uh, women singers, and sometimes also men are dressed as women with the hat, and uh, you know go from a city to another and start to sing. So you have this kind of several identities existing in Western Algeria and Morocco as well. I can say that question of um, of uh, you know male behavior is uh, is very interesting because it doesn't fit at all to the universal masculine values and uh, and interrogating those uh, those uh, general attitudes uh, that are linked with uh, gender with, with sexual identities that are much more wider or can't be reduced to that sexual identity is uh is also a way to 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 renew our relationship to, to our history you've been listening to fatima masjedi and selma umari about recent developments in algeria in relation to feminism and struggle and that's all we've got time for on today's program of accent of women Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.